0: Today, you would wonder what is then God is saying. In the next 15 minutes, a very short message that I want to bring to us. I want to bring to us a message that God again has put in my heart to also deal with us in this house. But in this case, I'm, I'm directed to speak to men in the house, and especially husbands. Praise the Lord. Husbands in the house, do you still love Jesus? Now be prepared. For, for a war now from the pulpit. <laughs> Praise God. Are there wives in the house? Are there ladies in the house? Yes. Okay, sit, sit still and enjoy the sermon. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. In Genesis um, chapter 1, famous scripture that we read. We it is one of my favorite scriptures. Um, Genesis chapter one, verse 27. "So God created mankind in His own image, in the image of God, He created them, male and female. He created them. Amen? And then He went ahead to bless them, blah blah, blah blah, to give them authority to blah blah blah, all that. In chapter two, we see something else. Although God created Adam, and Eve, and his intention to create them was decided at the same time, they were not created at the same time. There was a gap between them. The Bible does not tell us how long it took for Adam, you know, to get a mate. But we, are, we know that Adam did not have a mate for some time. Verse 15 says, Then the the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly The Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Now, the Lord God formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to man to see what he would name them, whatever. The man called each living creature. That was its name. So the man gave names to all livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, please note. But for Adam, man, let us note here. But for Adam, and if you can say, but for man, no suitable helper was found. There was no suitable helper In the entire creation that God had made. Though he was satisfied with what he had made. Man did not have a suitable helper. Uh Uh-huh. So, the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with fresh Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones, fresh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife. And they become one uh, flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked and felt no shame. Why am I reading this? I told you today, God is speaking to men. And he's speaking to men because there is a cry that is coming from the woman on earth. And it has reached God. And it is not the first time this is happening it is has been there before it is recorded in the scripture and god would like to speak to us why again because as you can see man was not created alone and though he was the first one to be created there was no suitable helper for him and if came in as a helper. Praise the Lord. To complete the process of creation as far as humanity is concerned. So a woman, who is your wife if you're married to one, because I'm speaking mainly to the husbands and even the potential husbands because you'll also get married. That woman that you, you, you have as uh, your wife is a gift from God, Amen. If you are seated next to your wife, just tell her you are a gift from God. Not many are seated next. So, apart from Beatrice, has has he told you? Or you still contemplating whether you are a gift? Uh, whether he tells you or not. You are Amen? And that is why the guy came for you. Because he realized after being alone for quite some time, yeah, nothing on this world in this world would satisfy the need that is in him. There is a need in us that can only be satisfied by what has not come in. Praise the Lord. And for men, that is the woman. Praise God. Let me quote for you something uh, that I read uh, from uh, a book by Max Rocando. On your wedding day, God loaned you his work of art. Are you hearing me? Men in the house. On your wedding day, God loaned You, his work of art. An intricate crafted precisely formed masterpiece. And that is the woman that you live with or the woman that you intend to marry one day. On that particular wedding day, you received from the Lord a loan Amen. A loan is something not to be messed up with because it is costly, isn't it? It will cost you to service that loan. So you don't take a loan and you start messing with it. You use the loan for the purpose for which it was loaned to you. And for those of you that have borrowed money from the bank, Before they give you money, they do that check on you. They want to understand this project you are talking about. Once they are satisfied with the project, they also want to know, and who is this person? You may never know that. But they also want to know who you are. Sometimes they ask you for address. You think it is because one day they may require to come to you. It is information they are gathering that would help them to understand this person that we are giving money. Who is he? Does he have the capacity? He may look like he has the capacity, but do we know him fully? Can we trust him with this loan? Praise God. When they are satisfied, they will release the money to you. But a good banker will not just leave it at that. They will do follow-up. They create a relationship with you. And regularly, they are contacting you. They are visiting your premises or your business. Why? Because you have their money. And they do not want to lose their money. Brethren, God has given us a gift, loaned us this masterpiece his work of art he took time to create her why are you mishandling her or misusing her or belittling her the lord is not happy i don't know whom i'm speaking to but i like listening to the instructions the lord gave me and i was struggling with this particular message And especially when the issue of coronavirus came, I thought as a responsible pastor, I need to speak to you about how to deal with this issue. And to encourage you, because I knew that many people are already in panic and in fear, and you could see it on Friday. We all ran to the shops and bought everything that was there, because we thought there would be nothing tomorrow to go and buy I needed to come and tell you that God is still on the throne even when there is coronavirus and fear not. I'm not telling you not to take precautions. You can see we've already uh, adhered to the instructions that the government gave. And I'm happy for the leadership of the church. They organized this very quickly. And we have something. We may not be able to have everything now. With the time, we'll increase the water points, the well, the wherever, so that people can have many places where we can clean our hands. But the point here is this is what I should have prepared. And I started preparing, but in fact, I was already I already have a, a draft sermon of my on on, on on fear. But then the Lord asked me a question, but I give you a message. I want you to speak to the men in the house because God wants to walk with us even as families and as a church. And if there is a cry from one of us, if there are some people who are not happy because of the way they are treated, brethren, we can come here and treat the Lord, lift up our hands. We, We are not going to receive God's blessings again. Because there is a cry in the heart of someone. Praise the, praise the Lord. So man in the house, and especially husband, understand that this woman is a gift from the Lord. As a matter of fact, is alone. She has a father in heaven who listens to her cry. When you mishandle her and belittle her, you are again quoting judgment. And the Lord says, Obedient is better than sacrifice. Has the Lord not told us, husbands, to love our wives? Praise God. as Christ loved the church, which is his body? Has the Lord not said that you are the head? Why did he place you as the head and give you authority? So that on, in his, on his behalf, you can exercise that authority. Not to lord it over her. Praise God. You are not a king over her. Praise the Lord. You are her husband. Praise God. You have been given authority to give guidance in that home so that there is order. Because in every society or in every institution, there is a head of that institution. If we are all head here, then now, who uh, who will listen to who? One will be giving this instruction, another one will be giving this, another one will be giving this. So there is a reason why you are the head in that house, so that you can give instruction. And I want to say this, in our society today, we are experiencing a generation that is coming up. And it is also affecting our generation. A generation that is not responsible, that does not understand their law as men. And because of that, there is no order in the society. Praise God. I know we were created equal, but there is a reason why God said you are a woman and I am a man, isn't it? There is a reason why God says I am the head and you can never be the head. Praise God. As long as there is a man, you cannot be the head. So man, let us obey the instructions of the Lord. Why is the Lord not happy? Listen to what he says in the book of Malachi, chapter 2, verse 14. Or rather, let me start with from 11. Judah has been unfaithful. A detestable thing has been committed in Israel. And in Jerusalem, Judah has desecrated the sanctuary the Lord loves by marrying women who worship a foreign god as for men who does this whoever he may be may the lord remove him from the tents of jacob even though he brings an offering to the lord can you see an offering cannot appease the lord obedient is better than sacrifice is being castigated. Why? Because Judah has been unfaithful to her her God by marrying women from uh, foreign women who worship other gods. And God is not happy. And he says, for such a man who has disobeyed me, whoever he may be, the Lord remove him from the tents of Jacob. Now that's a curse. Praise God. I know we are in a dispensation where Christ became a curse and therefore we cannot be cursed because of Christ. But let me tell you, when you disobey, it doesn't matter the dispensation you are in. The rule is the same. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You can still be cursed or caught a curse because of your actions. Now, man in the house, we need to be faithful and obedient. Not only to the Lord but also to the wives of our youth. Amen? Look at what the Lord says. Your offerings doesn't matter to him if you are disobedient. Another thing you do, and this is caring, you flood the Lord's altar with tears. You weep and wail because he no longer looks with favor on your offerings or accept them with pleasure from your hands and then you ask why it is because the lord is the witness between you and the wife of your youth can you hear can you see that the lord is who a witness between you and the wife of your youth the lord is interested in our marriages praise the lord Let's understand this. We can be very prayerful. We can spend 40 days in prayers and fasting. We can go to the top of the mountain. We can give offering. And do everything else. But if we disobey in this area, it's very serious. And you can see how serious it is. Because... He has been asking, you've been asking, why is the Lord not listening to me? I have done everything that I ought to have done. I have given my offering. I have gone to the altar. I have done everything, but nothing is happening. The Lord is saying, there is a wife of your youth who is crying because you have neglected her. I don't know how you have neglected her. It is you to fill in in which areas you have neglected her. The Lord says, I am a witness. Praise God. I am aware that we have people who are not married here. But you are mature enough. That's why you are not in Sunday school. Because tomorrow you'll get married. So it is in order for you to listen to this message. God is saying He is a witness. Why? He was there. He is the one who loaned you as Max Locando would say. That this is God's work of art. And he loaned you. It's a masterpiece. That's how who your wife is to you. Why are you neglecting her? You have been unfaithful to her. Though she is your partner. Please understand this. She is not an object in that house. She is a partner. The wife of your marriage. Covenant. Praise God. She is what? A partner. The wife of your marriage. Covenant. Take care of her. Praise God. It's God's work. Of art, it's a masterpiece. God took time to create her. Praise God! When women want to to brag about men, they say, "You guys, you know, you are created with mud." It is true. Read the scriptures. God took mud, folded it, made a man, breathed on that man, he became a living being. But when it came to creating a woman, hey, he took time. He looked for the most precious thing on earth and used it. And that was man that he had created in his own image and likeness. He did not look at the dust. He would have looked at the dust. Praise God. Ladies, smile. Yeah? But he went for the most expensive and precious thing that god has on earth that is human that is man it is out of man that he created a woman that is why max i would agree with max locando this is a masterpiece It's god's work of art very well craft crafted he did not take chances and when she came out what did the man say when he saw her wow Bone of my bone. Fresh of my flesh. Wah, 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 wah. Praise God. There is no room for mistreating your wife. There is no room for belittling your wife. She is an equal partner in that home. She has a role to play. But your yours is the bigger one of taking care of her, providing for her, loving her guiding her, leading her to do the right things. You are the priest in the house. Some of us men are not praying our law as priests because our eyes are more prayerful. We think that they are the ones who should be leading prayers. There's nothing wrong in her reading prayers, but can you guide that session as a priest? Can you be the one telling her, can you pray? Can we pray for this and this and this? But also take some time and pray even if she is the prophet of the house. Amen? You are the head. The fact that she is a prophetess or a prophet has not changed the position. She is still a woman and your wife, for that matter, and you are the head. Even if she is earning more than you, women hear me now, you are still a wife to somebody. Don't believe That's authority. He may not even earn anything, but he is put there by the Lord as the head. Now, that doesn't mean that you guys do not work to provide. Just in case you don't have a job and your wife is having a job, that's okay for some time. But look for something to do. Amen? Provide guidance to that home. Why am I saying this? We want to develop a society that is cohesive. Not just for the church, but for the entire society. We want to deal with the issues. We want our children to grow up in a home where God is honored and glorified. Why again? Look at what he says down there. Hmm? You have been unfaithful to her, though she is your partner, the wife of your marriage covenant. Covenants are not broken. Covenants are not contracts. Hear me and hear me very well, brethren. There is no room for divorce. Covenants are never broken. Be careful. And that's why you need to be quite sure when you're entering into this because it's a covenant. Once you enter into it, you are required to abide by that covenant. Has not the one God made you, you belong to him in body and in spirit. What does the one God seek? Please note here. What does the one God seek? He is seeking for godly offspring. Where does the godly offspring come from? In that setup of a husband and a wife, there will be children. Praise God. When God created Adam and Eve, he gave them the ability to bring in more children to set up families. God would have created more people. He didn't have any problem. He would have said, okay, I want to 7 billion people on earth. Pa. Okay, Adam, I'm going to replicate you to 7 billion. If, I'm going to replicate you to 7, to whatever, 3.5 billion, and the other one, 3.5 billion of late. He would have done that, but he didn't do that. He told them, go now. Bring forth generations. Our assignment is, still holds even today. God is looking for Godre offsprings. Where are they going to come from? From our homes. That is why you as a husband need to understand your law is greater. You are a priest. You stand in the presence of God. You govern on behalf of God in that home. That's why Salah would call Abraham my lord, isn't it? Why would he call him my Lord? Because Abraham stood in the presence of God. Sarah was meant to obey and follow Abraham. And she did it. And she didn't have problem. We haven't seen anywhere where Abraham told Sarah, call me Lord. No. It was on a voluntary basis. She, because of what happened in her life, referred to him as. My Lord, is it possible without sarcasm that our wives can refer to us as lords in the house? Yeah? That's for you to go and find out. But for today, the Lord is telling us to be careful, to do that which is right. In first Peter. And I'm not going to lead this. You can go and lead. Well, I can read first. First Peter 3. Just go to first Peter 3, verse 7 very quickly. We can close probably with that. Husband, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as... The weaker partner, or Let's stop there. Why would the Lord refer to them as the weaker partner? First of all, let's even go to creation. Yeah? She is made out of you. So you are the stronger one, isn't it? Praise God. The children you begat are weak. You nurse them to be strong. So the same thing. So when the Lord's when it is there, said they are the weaker partner, it's a fact. They may physically not look weak, but what God is saying, they are very intricate. They are inside them. They are precious before him. They are his, but on the other hand, they are delicate. That's the word. They are delicate. They need to be handled with a lot of care. That's why their emotions are are different from our emotions. A little things will make a woman bust. And then you are like, don't we do that men all the time? And we say, I don't understand my wife. No, there's nothing wrong with her. She is a weaker partner. That is why her emotions are like that. Understand her. Live with her with what? Understanding. Praise God. They are the weaker partner. And as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. Do you know you cannot inherit anything from the Lord without your partner? Leave her aside, and you think you'll prosper. You will not. You are tied with her, your inheritance is tied to her. You, both of you, she is a partner. She is part of you. Your prosperity is tied. The family's blessings and prosperity are tied to her. You cannot ignore her. Even if she is a weaker partner. She may be contributing less. But she is the reason why you are progressing in life. Why? Because God's assignment is that you may bring through her Godray offsprings amen god values that which brings to him what he loves if you may the lord help us we've got to to stop to stop there but husband love your wives First Corinthians, if you want to go and read, you can go and read First Corinthians eleven, I think, eight and nine. That says, "For man did not come from woman, but woman from man, which which we have covered. It is not a woman from whom that man was created, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. Praise God. That's the order of things. Again, helping us to understand." Now, that does not mean because she was created for me, then I misuse her. She's not a rag. She was created to compliment me. I am not complete without her. That's why she deserves respect and honor. If you do so, you are attracting God's grace and God's blessing. From today, men in the house. Can we take care of our wives? Praise God. Even when it doesn't make sense. But, pastor, sometimes they are very difficult. Yes, they are. That is why the Bible refers to them as weaker partner. Do everything within your power to resolve whatever it is. And even if it takes long, be patient, brethren. Amen. Be patient. They will change. But that will depend on how you treat her and how you work with her during this time that she is exhibiting, or showing some signs of weaknesses, and you are not happy with her and her input. Instead of castigating her, understand you all as a head. Praise God. It is to guide and it is to help. Hallelujah. See, Ephesians five twenty one and 23. Husband, love your wife. Wife, submit to your husband. But today we are talking about uh, men and I can tell you do you know that if men we do our part and do it very well we don't need to tell the women to submit it is true yeah unless there's one that is not born again and is wicked by nature but even that one when they see the Lord the love and the grace that is upon your life You just win them.